GM, GM, everyone. Bonjour, guten Morgen, dobro utro, la brit. That is basically the way how we do it here in Web3 space in Europe. We're happy to have everyone on our weekly episode of Origins XYZ, the Web3 show about the origins of the biggest OGs in the space with this European spirit. We're live every Tuesday, 2 p.m. GMT, and as always, I'm your host, Nikita Tsikaluk, together with an amazing co-host, Hannah. Make sure that you share the space with your family, community, because we are live. And today we have a very special guest, guest that you want to have on the fashion week like this. We have a Shumi from Mac Global, we have Digital Fashion Week, and we have some of the wonderful speakers who will join them later this week for their amazing fashion event that we're about to talk about. So without further ado, Ashumi, GM GM once again. Hi, Nikita, GM GM, super excited to be here. And again, um, just wanting to share the stage with my wonderful co-host for the event, Digital Fashion Week, Claire Tattersall. Uh, we have James Joseph, who's also going to be a speaker moderator with us on Friday, and Inara and Blake. Um, I would love to pass um, the sort of mic over to everyone so they can introduce themselves and just give you a little bit more information about what we're doing for this uh, two-day event that we have. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it because this week in London, we're going to have not only the fashion week, but we're going to have a digital Fashion Week presented by all of you guys, and uh, the Fashion Verse is about to start. The Fashion Verse is about to happen. So, please uh, introduce all the speakers and all the partners who are joining, uh, who are about to join you, because I know that those those are some of the biggest front runners in both traditional fashion and digital fashion space. Yeah, sure. I mean, I would love to actually um, have Claire introduce um, Digital Fashion Week and the initiative uh, when she started it. And, you know, of course, we're, we're, we're sort of uh, coming along for the ride, really, for, for presenting this in London. And it's been a really fantastic collaborative journey, um, you know, doing this together for, for the London uh, version. But I would love to kind of have um, Claire share a bit more about um, Digital Fashion Week as an initiative and everything that she's been doing for uh, quite a few years now um, and where this is all going. Hi, so thank you, Ashumi. Yeah, so this is actually our fifth season. Um, we are still relatively new. It was really born out of lockdown. Um, so the, the reason I actually, just to give you a little background, the reason that I started Digital Fashion Week was um, I've been in, fa in digital fashion since 2009 with my previous company, um, working on fashion tech software. Um, and I've long been curating the tech night of fashion shows. So um, it was during the pandemic that I was looking at a different way other than sort of, you know, YouTubing to create wearable technology on the runway and came up with the idea of virtual galleries. And we just had so much of a greater audience than we would have done in person. Um, and I realized that there was 
this was the time. You know, these tech companies had long been knocking on the doors of brands and finally they were being heard. And it was an opportunity to bring together sort of the glamour of fashion with the exciting innovation that's going on behind the scenes. And, you know, we started off really small, just uh, trying to get people involve give people a voice and now we really have so many people coming to the table and wanting to share in this in any event you can see how the excitement around digital fashion and the whole digitalization of the fashion industry it's just this visceral excitement so it's amazing to to be a part of this conversation um so we just finished um, Digital Fashion Week in London. Uh, sorry, in New York. We had three days of speaker summits and networking. We had virtual panel discussions. Um, we have an event in the metaverse. We also streamed our live events into the Dollhouse in Decentraland and into Spatial. And we had a digital runway show. So you could try on using the Zero Ten app that they really kindly created some of um, our designers' garments um, in AR for try on. So you could try on what the designers were showing on the runway. Um, we had animations that we were streaming. We had holograms. And um, at uh, Epic this week, we have more activations as well with fashion in VR. Um, so we're really looking at how you can engage with fashion in new, exciting ways, trying to provide a window on the future of the fashion industry. So we have a day here of um, or half a day of panel discussions, amazing panelists, absolutely people who are at the top of the the game in this world. And, um, and then we have a day of animations and activations and digital fashion as well. So we're really looking forward to sharing these exciting ways of engaging with fashion. Amazing. I absolutely love hearing that you have such a wonderful lineup of speakers and partners joining you just to give a bit more clarity to our listeners all this activation that you were talking about vr ar all the engagement experience that people have just experienced back in new york and are, are about to experience in london is it everything that you build uh, on your own is it everything that your partners present or you're using some other tools and technologies to provide these opportunities so that's a great question. Um, usually, for the most part, we partner, for example, we partnered with um, Zero Ten app and they took the designs and they created it um, in their app for virtual try-on. We have a partnership with Ready Player Me that we're actually doing the drop ready for this weekend as well. We've got six designers. They are that... so massive. They are so massive. And just for those who don't know, know. originally they're coming from Estonia, which is a neighboring country uh, here in the Baltics. And it's I guess it's the only... Uh, big Web3 company coming from the Baltics out there and they're just massive. They're so massive and so wonderful in the fashion space. So I'm happy that you were connected with them as well. 
Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we're really grateful. They're being extremely generous. Um, normally, they work with very big brands, and they're working with our independent designers. I think you're going to be really excited about um, what you can wear. I really love how, um, you know, th they are the avatar at the moment. They're across so many different platforms um so you know we've we've got these amazing partners who are providing the materials and we're kind of the hub that really brings all of these together so it's a lot of partnerships that are happening in the background to bring a focus to independent designers which is where the talent pool for the digital work really is at the moment um, and Ashum is bringing in um, colleagues of hers as well to do the VR. So we're pulling in a very eclectic way, which is where the industry is at the moment. There's a lot that's in startups. Um, and yeah, we're just really trying to show what's innovative and what's exciting. I think the public is hungry for this. And I think perhaps the public is really a step ahead of the big brands at the moment. I absolutely love it. You just uh, brought the fact that assuming is bringing all of her partners, all of her friends out there. For those who, for any reasons, haven't met Ashumi before, I should say that the first thing that I thought about Ashumi earlier last year was the fact that she's the fashion queen. She's a lady here in Europe uh, whom you just look and you say, I want to be like this. I want to be that stylish. I want to be that trendy. And assume you don't, don't try to show that you're surprised or whatever. You are the fashion queen. Everyone knows it. So uh, definitely one of OGs out there who is innovating the space. But this event will be not uh, only about Ashumi, not only about Digital Fashion uh, Week who are presenting it. It will be also about a wonderful lineup of speakers, of innovators, uh, who will be discussing modeling in Metaverse, the use of AI, the use of AR, etc. So I would love uh, also, Ashumi, to introduce your speakers. I would love to introduce Nara, uh, James, uh, Blake, uh, who will join you very soon as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I, I, you know, I wish there was an embarrassed emoji, guys, because that is, um, you know, a lot of uh, very, uh, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not very sort of good with taking compliments like that. But thank you, Nikita. You are very kind and generous. But you know that I truly mean it. You know that I truly mean it whenever we meet with you. And I, I'm really sad that I won't be able to make it this time. Yes, I'm preparing for Paris, but we had a call with Ashumi today and I already promised her that no matter what, I'll be there for the next event, regardless whether it's in New York, in London, I'll be there for you guys. And I'll... Thank you for your support, Nikita, Absolutely. really. And honestly, we're just getting started. So this, you know, you will see a lot more from where this is coming. Um, but before, you know, we kind of go, I would love to have give the mic over to maybe we start with James um, and he can maybe talk a bit more about what he's doing and his fantastic cyber magazine and, you know, what he will be speaking about as well um, at the event. And then he we can pass on to Inara and Blake as well. Thanks, Ashimi. Hey, everybody. Um, for those that you don't know, uh, I founded Cyber Magazine, um, which is 
a print magazine, but is AR enabled. So our covers and features come to life in augmented reality. Our whole goal is to revolutionize media by merging the physical and digital worlds. Um, hopefully you've seen some of the work we've done before where we had our Cyberpunk 2077 Grimes cover, which was we created a Cyberpunk hologram for that, or our work with MGXS and the Fanatic Esports team, um, all sorts of uh, incredible collaborators and talent that we work with. Um, I founded it after working for about eight to ten years in traditional fashion um, and I'm very excited about the future of digital fashion and what we're about to create in that space. I'm not going to hog it for the other two to introduce themselves for now and we'll come back. I guess Blake, let's go with you. All right. Curious. Let's go. <laughs> GM, everybody. Great honor to be here with such amazing speakers. And thank you so much for the invite. And of course, huge shout outs to both Ashumi and Claire for organizing this amazing event. I'm super excited for the Digital London Fashion Week. Uh, my name is Blake. I'm part of Outlier Ventures. And I lead the execution efforts of the Farfetch'd Dream Assembly Basecamp. Um, we concluded one program successfully last year. And right now, we are in the middle of recruiting startups for the next upcoming cohort. So I'm super excited um, to connect with all of the builders building tech to help the growth of the fashion and luxury space in Web3. And uh, for all the conversations to push the space forward and grow the pie bigger for everybody. Amazing. That's exactly what you want, what you want to hear from the digital fashion leaders. Uh, Inara, I guess you're the next one. Hi, everybody. This has been so nice to re-congregate with everybody that I've been seeing in different cities. So the fashion week that has been kind of on rotation all around the world for years has completely changed. It feels different. There's a lot of new technologies that are happening. I'm just coming back from New York Fashion Week where there was a lot of momentum just like Claire was talking about how there was presentations, there were exhibits and just the density of tech presence at traditional fashion weeks has increased dramatically so it's really encouraging just to see that as a trend. Uh, to just share briefly about me, I think a lot of you have met me before but my name is Anara, I work at uh, High Partners which is a native Web3 marketing agency. I head their Metaverse Studio which is focused on all things immersive when it comes to working with brands both on the emerging sector, the more established brands and uh, the way I found my way into the digital fashion industry was kind of over a period of time. I think professionally I feel a little bit like a cat. I've had many lives and have had many careers and they all kind of converged at this point where creativity and technology were destined to overlap and there was a lot of opportunity to transform industries that have just been slightly uh, lagging behind when it comes to transforming their products and services because everybody's learned to use social media everybody's now kind of gone through that evolution together but there's still so much more that we're looking forward to and uh, I was roaming around New York City trying to find companies or people that were receptive to the idea and in 2019 uh, the Luxo team flew over to New York to present their very first white paper they were amongst many people presenting uh, on topics of fashion tech but at that time fashion tech just meant fitbits and bracelets that kind of like measure your fitness activity and it really wasn't the digital fashion industry we're talking about today so 
with everybody that's present here, I think we all felt that there was a moment that this industry was going to mature. And it's super exciting to see how far along Digital Fashion Week came, how much Ashumi has been doing from just grassroots efforts to actually bring people together. James's writing and the platform that he's created has been just also one of the very few, if not only, places where this is being showcased. So super excited to be amongst all of you. Uh, and Blake, I think I, I haven't met you before, but I think what you guys are doing at Dream Assembly is incredible because you are allowing more of the traditional fashion industry to look at all of the projects that are being birthed out of it. So thank you, everybody. And super excited for next week. Amazing. That's exactly that's exactly the energy we're about to get in London at the event and then moving uh, to Paris, to the Paris Fashion Week that is happening uh, also very soon. But before we dive deeper into the event, uh, sharing some alpha, sharing some details of uh, what people can expect there and what is the vision behind the development of the project, I have a question to clear. Since you said that uh, you just came from New York, you just had uh, all these activations, big event uh, back in New York, the logical question that comes for, uh, from the European audience side would be as follows. What is the biggest difference in sense of digital fashion in 2023 uh, when comparing the U.S. market, the market where the whole Web3 movement has been for years right now, and the European market that is just getting closer to this level? What is the biggest surprises of yours or uh, the biggest wow emotion uh, when comparing two of these markets? That's a great question. I'm really glad you answered that. So I really see every city as having a very different personal relationship to fashion and a very different personality as well. So there's in um, in New York, my take on it is there's a lot of interest in networking in the technology side and people getting together and collaborations. What my I have really sensed is in London, there is so much interest in the explosion of creativity. Our tickets are sold out and they sold out really fast. Um, so there's just so much public interest in what people are doing. Um, I think really from an innovative point of view, but definitely there's a lot of really, really strong creative voices in London. Um, and there is a lot of innovation, but I, I just feel there's so much excitement for the creativity here. I, I'm sure other people will have a different point of view and I'd be really interested to hear that, but that is my personal sense of it love hearing that actually yeah let's ask uh, other guests Nara, james black also what is your opinion uh regarding this digital fashion environment when comparing the u.s market with european is the european market more innovative and maybe even more fascinating for you just because of all these fashion houses that we have in paris uh, in Milan, etc., or you would say that the fact that the U.S. market started the whole Web3 movement much, much faster than the European one, uh, it also gives it this competitive advantage. I think you made a very valuable point there that in many ways in the U.S. market, we see both of those movements, but in the U.S. market, it's much more bottom-up with a lot of great designers and creators developing new IP 
that would be native to the digital space and the metaverse. Whereas, as you mentioned, in Europe, we have a lot of those luxury fashion houses. And in many ways, the technology tries to cater to their needs and the extension of their IP into the digital space. In that way, one might even venture to say that currently the US market is much more B2C focused, whereas the European tech is a bit more on the B2B side. James? I mean, um, it's interesting because, I mean, it's funny. I had this argument with a New Yorker the other day. But um, the, uh, London's always been more creative in that sense, especially traditionally. I mean, it, we kind of have that between the, the we're fortunate to fly to fashion weeks for uh, twice a year for decades around the world. Um, we always thought that, you know, London's the creative city. New York's the more commercial one. Milan's where the money is. And uh, Paris is obviously the kind of avant-garde capital and the uh, the home of fashion, if you put it that way. Um, so I think London's always been in more creative in that way. And I think it does follow through to digital fashion. I mean, when you see people like Institute of Digital Fashion based in London um, and what they do and the way they push creativity and inclusivity, I think it's completely different to, to where New York is. I mean, what's interesting is that five years ago, Miami was seen as kind of the the butt of the fashion weeks as such but i feel like miami's made a really kind of resurgence into digital fashion and obviously because of the nft uh and and of course art basel as well has kind of pulled that forwards and i feel like actually that seems to be evolving in in on the u.s side um to give more kind of uh kind of give way to digital fashion as such that is so cool to hear that there are so many people, so many different opinion about what the space is about. So I guess Inara, you also have something to add to these two opinions. Yeah, as a proud Floridian, I will claim being the butt of the fashion industry because we've got Miami Beach, James, and there's lots of beautiful baiting. Used to be. Used to well, be. <laughs> I mean, there is definitely a huge difference between what each city is able to accomplish. U.S. in general, on a st- even on a startup ecosystem level, is always focused on commercialization. Can we take this to mass market? So everything is focused on business models being a lot more baked in, and they cannot be too derivative of what consumers are ready for. There's a lot of uh, examples of, there's a documentary that I always reference called uh, General Magic that talks about the invention of the iPhone before it was properly productized and commercialized and marketed by Steve Jobs. Just because the tech is there and it works and it looks amazing, if people are not ready for it, it's never going to happen. So I think the the beauty of what Europe is able to do is even seen in its education and what people are interested in, in the lifestyle choices. It is very experimental, meaning a lot of the new and original ideas usually sprout from Europe. Um, more of the lifestyle technology and uh, like technology and fashion mix a lot of the times comes from Asia. So this mix of moving from east to west uh Projects, I think, really kind of start to mature when they reach U.S. and have access to U.S.-based funding. And unfortunately, I think that's kind of also the difficulty of building products that are digital is that a lot of the times they end up being guided by the same people. So the beauty of the digital fashion industry is that it's diversified a lot of the talent. A lot of the people that are on this call are from all over the world. So that hopefully will help us build uh, different products as well. So I'm excited to see the collision of these ecosystems, even though they have their own distinct strengths. Wow, just like I said, 
it seems like you all are part of the same industry on the same niche, but all of you have your own opinion based on your previous background, based on even location where you are right now. And that's the beauty of fashion, isn't it? To make sure that you are producing this beauty with the materials, with the vision, with the background you have, something that is unique, something that other uh, do not possess in the ways that you have it. And with that being said, I do believe it's uh, the right time for us actually to start discussing the fashion words itself, because that is the place where all of you combine your different vision and different opinions into something special, to something common through these activations, through the, through the experience that people get, even through the talks uh, that we're about to discuss here. So I would love to move to Ashumi, and uh, I would love to, uh, actually both Ashumi and Claire, uh, and to ask you, what is the vision, what is the topic behind this year's edition, behind the conference uh, that is about to happen? Um, so I, I'm just going to jump straight in there. So I keep, we've called it the fashion verse because, you know, so much for, you know, the previous year, people were talking about bridging the digital world and the physical world. And I want us to really stop doing that. Um, and there is one world. It is the fashion world. And we're layering the digital and the physical within that um there we don't we don't need bridges we don't bridge other parts of our lives at all um and really looking at what is relevant if we're a consumer or if we're a brand how do we interact with different elements in our own unique way if we're a brand how do we reach our customers there is no one single way of doing it and that's really the point of providing different immersive experiences so people can understand and feel and and react and just have really a very simple reaction to everything so it's really looking at what is the fashion world and how can we experience it from there and knowing Ashumi, I would assume that that is the same uh, way of thinking that uh, you're sharing together with Clear. Instead of having this distinguishment between traditional fashion, digital fashion, any other type of experience, you're trying to combine all of it to show people that, hey, at the end of the day, whether it's in a year from now, in five or ten, it will be one thing that would be called fashion, that has been always been called fashion. It might be something new for certain part of the audience right now, how fashion can be combined with NFTs, why to use AR, etc. But for those who have been in the space for a long time, it's just a logical continuation of the traditional fashion. Would you agree with that, Ashumi? Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things... Um which, you know, of course, Claire and me are very aligned on is also by, of course, we're, we're very, very interested in putting together, you know, very highly curated events and thought leaderships to actually sort of move the needle forward in coming together to, to discuss, you know, what's next and, and where we're sort of going in this space. But I think it's equally as important, if not more, to 
to showcase all the different technologies and how they could be applied across use case, right? So I think a lot of times with with technology and a lot of where this is going, people just get confused with a lot of the jargon and a lot of the words that, that people talk about. And that's why we don't see, you know, maybe some of sometimes luxury fashion houses maybe make something change within their companies or adopt a lot of these new technologies because they actually don't understand how they would apply them across their different use cases or across, you know, the different pain points within their company. So where I'm very much a believer in having, of course, the technology showcase, but really be have it at the back end and the experience be at the forefront of allowing people to to immerse and engage with where all of this is going. So a lot of what we're doing and what we do continually intend on doing is, of course, through a lot of these events, bring all the right people together, curate the thought leadership, curate all of the experiences, but really push people to um, play and engage and, and, and be you know, become part of the experience. So they really actually don't even think about the technology. They just start adopting it um, because they're almost a part of it. I absolutely love hearing that. And uh, since we just covered the part of the foundation teams, the partners behind, uh, thanks to uh, whom this event is possible, I do believe there are two more pillars uh, of your event success. One of these pillars are designers people who will be presenting their work, people who will be combining this traditional vision uh, with digital experience. And the second pillar is the talks themselves. I know that you are full of panels, you are full of fireside chats will be at the event. So I would love to start with some of the designers and specifically the process of applications, the process of choosing who should be at the event and what uh, from their portfolio should they show there. For the last uh, 20 minutes, I have been pinning some of uh, the most emerging and some of the top designers that will be presented at your event. So maybe Ashumi and Claire, you can share also with uh, with our audience what has been the process of choosing those people who will be showcasing their portfolio at your event and what is your relationship with some of those designers? Ashumi, do you want to go first? Or... No, I was going to say, Claire, you should go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we have a lot of applications. Um, it is a curated event. So it's it's putting forward a point of view. And that does not mean that this is the only point of view at all. Um, But the designers that are selected have to have obviously a high level of creative talent. And they need to also have a high level of um, talent in technology. But we, the ones that we really choose to put across their work are people that I feel they are telling a story, that they have a strong point of view. So they're actually helping really direct the future of this industry. And we are curating the animations I think it it's very easy with those to see because the designers are exhibiting so many different skills um, 
and they have to work very very hard to create something that's really a max of two minutes but this is an enormous amount of work that goes into it and I think we can really take these and we can look at how people are taking traditional skills and incorporating those into their vision and some of those they've moved past that as well looking at sort of social points of view utopia versus dystopia um how do you break down sort of society and fashion how are we deconstructing ideas so you know just just really three points creative talent technology talent and a really strong point of view that is moving the industry forward and i love hearing that it's basically this creativity that has been the main pillar of traditional fashion throughout all the time on the other hand there is technology that is a way how you make sure that people are moved into this digital realm this digital space that we're talking about here in web3 and lastly you need to have this bold statement, statement or vision behind your work, behind something that you want to showcase with your own vision. I do believe it's a perfect mix uh, for you as a designer or for you as a digital fashion enthusiast, front runner to showcase what is it about and what the future holds for fashion. Absolutely love hearing it. Ashumi. Yeah, Claire. Um, Claire, if you wanted to add something, just go for it. So, yeah, I, I just want to add one quick closing note on that is I have often been asked, do you think that um, all these digital tools lower the bar of entry into the fashion world? And my answer is absolutely not. I think this really raises the bar. The designers have to be so multi-talented and it's really the talent does talent and hard work rise to the top but I you know the diverse and rich skill levels are uh, you know really we should be very much in awe of that I think they're incredible thank you <laughs> lovely addition assuming you also had something to add to it no I think you know I think Claire essentially covered all the points on the curation um and everything um, on the selection process. But I think what we definitely do see season after season, event after event, um, is the appetite for how many people want to participate every single time we kind of put something like this out there, you know? And I think it's just so refreshing um, to really kind of almost be part of this renaissance. So I just wanted to sort of highlight that and say that, you know, this is, it, it's it's really just, um, it's just fantastic to kind of see the tidal wave of creativity that's just, you know, kind of just coming in every single time we put like open calls out for talent or, you know, curation, when we're doing curation, have like the app, open up applications. We're just inundated all the time. Um, so it's it's great. And I see that a lot of our friends from all around the world, Harry, uh, Bendy, I see that uh, Queen just joined us also shortly. People from the UK, people from the US, people from all around the world, they joined us right now. So just to make sure, Mad Global Digital Fashion Week, 
that is alpha out here. If you want to learn more about digital fashion, if you want to actually understand what the space is going to look like in years to come, but you want to see it already now, here are the people, here are the trailblazers who are innovating the space already today. Not in years from now, but today. I guess the last part that we had to cover today uh, to have the full spectrum of understanding what people should expect from the fashion verse is actually speakers, is actually the value-based uh, part where some of the biggest visionaries will be sharing their opinion about different topics around the use of AI, AR, VR uh, in the digital fashion space. So I would love to ask Ashumi, what can our listeners and specifically visitors of your conference expect uh, from this panel stand of point? Well, I think from a panel standpoint, um, everyone that we have sort of hand selected to be across um, all of the different panels are very multidisciplinary. So they come across uh, many different industries within the fashion space as well and across a lot of different disciplines, including AI, um, of course, AR, uh, publishing, um, uh, whether digital fashion uh, creators, spaces. So I think really just um, having... Uh, their viewpoints and their perspectives across their different industries is really going to be um, fantastic to kind of understand what is really shaping uh, the trends of, of the future of this space right now. Um, and then, of course, on the experiences side, it's, it's, you know, we, like Claire said as well, we really wanted to always, and every time we do these events, push the boundaries on what we do and how that is shared and how we kind of have people engage with the content on a multitude of different levels. So whether that's um, VR, so we actually have a placebo joining us this time for a VR, a location-based VR fashion show where which will be shown across a couple of Oculus headsets um, at the location. We also, of course, since we're doing it at Epic Games, uh, we have uh, all of their screens which are already in place. And, you know, changing the format of how some of this content is visually also showcased across very, very large format screens leaves people always with a very emotionally um, charged experience. You know, you always feel so um, excited. I mean, for me, I love looking at visuals in a large format. You know, it just always leaves me feeling so enthralled um, and really immersed in what the designer and the creators are looking to share. And then, of course, you know, we have a f physical fashion show as well, layered on with a lot of the content that is then going to be shared across the screens, um, as well as uh, the AR mirrors to try on what zero, you know, the Zero Ten app. Um, as well across um, different points and, and the venue. So there's a lot of different things. And, and I think, you know, the main thing for us has always been to have events that leave a very long lasting um, uh, impression on the people that we curate to come on board. And of course, we really want it to be something that has resonance with the community and with the space. So yeah, that's what I would just leave it with. Seems like... It's going to be a massive event, not only from visual stand of point, not only from uh, this value-based material that all the speakers, all the panelists will be sharing, but just from emotional stand of point, people feeling something, people being connected with designers, people being connected with all these creators uh, who will be at the show and uh, 
that's the exact type of fashion event that I would love to be at. And I assume that all of the attendees will be really happy with what you have prepared out here. I would love also to give a couple of words to our guests, James, Anara, Blake. Uh, you all are also presenting at the conference. You all are also a big part uh, of the fashion world. So uh, why don't we start with Anara uh, asking you, what is the part of the fashion verse that excites you the most? What is the part, uh, of course, apart from your panel, uh, which is obvious, <laughs> what is the part that excites you the most that you were uh, expecting, waiting uh, from this conference? Well, I think you, we always learn a lot from each other because this space moves at such a breakneck speed that sometimes you have to just decide like, okay, am I going to go all in on work today? Do I need to be reading a white paper? Do I have the brain space to do both? So I think the saturation and the pace at which everything is moving is quite fast. So I do enjoy that every time there is a session, it's a really good learning opportunity to connect with your peers and people that are exploring this space sometimes from an academic angle. And there's a lot of interesting nuance and overlap that kind of just makes your work more interesting to then business savvy decisions that you kind of create kind of like a light bulb moment for you to think and explore. Uh, but on the brand side, I'm also really excited to see that most companies now have their own internal teams that are dedicating time to research, to, to actually invest in the space, to back these companies. And it's no longer just people that are enthusiasts or like the space that there has already become there's been like a level one of professionalization of what is good in the space what uh, type of work is expected so I think I'm excited that there's still an opportunity for newcomers to break in while also the standard of what a good digital fashion experience looks like is also improving that's the exact bold statement that we were referring to uh, when talking about the three pillars of what the digital fashion uh, should look like. So absolutely appreciate Nara sharing your opinion on this one. James, what about you? Uh, what fascinates you most about the upcoming event? What are you waiting for? I think you were saying the fashion verse in general. Um, I think that Honestly, at the moment, as I keep saying whenever I'm on spaces or talks, is that if we really look at it, there are about five kind of top digital fashion brands. You can definitely count them on your fingers. Um, and what I'm really excited about is to see who is going to come next into that foray and and really build something special. What's interesting to me is there's, there's many, many diff digital fashion designers and there are many, many digital fashion companies that perhaps are in it for the the cash grab or the or the funding. But really, you know, when we see kind of Institute Digital Fashion Artifact, Ouroboros, you know, Charlie Cohen, these kind of of people, uh, cyber included in that, I would hope as well, that, um, you know, we're really building something special. And I'm really excited to see people kind of joining that and trying new, exciting uh, things. I think that one of my one that I'm looking forward to is when Pronounced Drop launches. I think that would be quite an interesting thing. I'm glad that they're also kind of like going from the platform to the brand angle as well now. Um, so I think there's 
most like some of these people are obviously at the at the talk on uh, on Friday. Um, I think Extended Identity are doing really incredible stuff as well. I really love how they're really mixing physical and digital fashion together, which is obviously what we we're doing at Cyber. Um, so yeah, just generally, I'm just excited to see that creativity and these new brands come out. I think. Uh, for me, uh, I've always been quite a decentralized uh, head, so I'm very uh, fond of seeing LVMH losing less ground to uh, individuals and those that can kind of bring more power and individuality to fashion. Absolutely love hearing it, not being afraid to innovate in the space. And uh, the space is still too small at the moment, empowering more and more creators, designers and companies to join it together and to build something together instead of competing with each other. Wonderful. Blake, uh, what's your take on this one? Well, <clears throat> what I'm particularly excited about and great points that other speakers made uh, about you know, um, technology, adoption, um, I'm really looking forward to learning from knowledge uh, and opinion leaders like, like Ashumi, like Claire, and all of the other amazing people that this event attracts. Because in the end of the day, they seem to have a crystal ball and they kind of sense where the industry is going, which gives me a unique opportunity to actually pay attention to what might be preventing the industry from getting there in terms of technical problems that potential funders in the space can solve. So by interacting with the great minds, some of, some of them are here on the call with us today, um, I came to understand that when we talk about the adoption of digital fashion and web-free fashion, we're also talking about the open data economy around the consumer data. We're talking about the community tooling that improves the content experience, interoperability of assets, AR infrastructure, or um, getting more sustainability into space by using web-free elements. And that mix of knowledge and the concentration of all of those great people whom with not always I get to interact in person, that just gets me super excited and I cannot wait for the event to begin. People, technology, innovation, creation, and all of it served under this bold cells, let's put it this way. I don't know why people should not be intrigued and why should people should not be interested uh, to see what you have prepared there, guys. Hannah. You have been quietly listening to us for a while, and I do believe that you have a couple of uh, uh, thoughts, opinions to share with us. What's your take on what the Fashion Wars is going to be about? Are you coming there? I am planning on coming. I'm very excited because I know that Ashumi and Mad Global just do the most amazing events, and I know that it's going to be super cool um very slick um you can tell by all the people speaking today that they are experts in their field so i think it's definitely one to go to and check out even if you're not interested in fashion but you're just interested in what's happening in the digital space i think there's just going to be so much going on um over these two days and it's just curated so well but i think also in terms of fashion per se um i was actually reading a study recently about um it was a correlation of an aggregation actually of nft drops from brands outside of the web3 space in 2022 so what they did was they they took every sector and they um aggregated the data of people from outside of web3 who did an nft drop 
2022. And the largest sector by far, and I'm talking about way beyond any other, was fashion. So I think even just from that point of view, just from a commercial point of view, it's very clear that the fashion industry is a leading player in the Web3 ecosystem and space and is leading innovation in so many different ways that it's just so important that we pay attention to what's going on across technologies, across the innovation, across the creativity and um, I think that that's just vitally important for for the ecosystem as a whole. So I think that this, first of all, Digital Fashion Week as an entity is going to become a very important part of uh, the global fashion industry, without a doubt, over the next few years. And I, this we're really privileged and lucky to be at the beginning. I mean, this is this space is, I think, is going to be legendary in a few years' time. And listening back and seeing who was, you know, at the forefront of this, and I feel very honoured. I feel like the people on this spaces are going to be, you know, household names and and massive. Um, industry makers in the future so I think that this is the time to get involved uh, if you if you're hearing about this now then you're lucky take advantage of that and be one of the first to embrace you know this game changer for for the global economy and get involved and learn because that's how we're all here by learning and these are the right people to learn from um, in this industry so it's a real honor to have you all on I've learned a ton. I'm very excited to be there. And uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. These are the right people to learn from. These are the people who will stay in the space for the next 10, 20, 30 years. So if you're here today with us, if you're already following those people, I would say that you pretty much going to make it in Web3 and specifically in digital fashion. So before we add this amazing dynamic space today, I know that Ashumi, you wanted to make a small announcement. And uh, if you may, uh, when I ask Ashumi about getting some tickets to our listeners or having some giveaway or whatever, she said, you know what? Actually, it's already sold out like a couple of weeks or so. So there is no way to get any tickets or it's pretty limited. But after chatting with Ashumi, after chatting with uh, Digital Fashion Week, we realized that there is a way perhaps to give uh, a couple of tickets away, perhaps to make sure that some of the listeners, some of the people who are following us today will get to the event. So Ashumi, let me know, uh, do you agree that the best way to do so will be to announce it now uh, that I kind of already did? And uh, to, to, post, <laughs> yeah. to post a tweet after the show so that uh, people have some limited amount of time to get a couple of more tickets to make sure that they're at the event. Yes, sure. So uh, we have opened up as a thank you to Rug Radio, uh, 10 VIP spots um, for the listeners and for um, for just coming to support us, uh, 10 VIP spots for the weekend and I will share the link and the VIP code uh, to thank Rug Radio for um, feature having us on this um, on the show as well. Um, so yeah, that was amazing. Really amazing. We're going to make sure that all the listeners of Origins XYZ who couldn't make it today will also get the link. We're going to make sure that the whole 
Rag Radio fam, uh, who will be in the UK and London at the time, who is from London, also come to your show. Thank you very much for giving this opportunity for people to come, to support, to learn uh, from you what is more importantly here. Before we end up the show, I would love to give uh, a couple of ending words to both Ashumi and Claire. It seems like we have discussed pretty much uh, today. Some of the biggest designers, OGs, will be at the event. The vision, the topic behind the fashion verse. Your own opinion of what the digital fashion should stand uh, for. What is one thing that you want to people to remember, to learn from this show, uh, ending our space here today? Ashimi, let's go with you. Uh, I was going to say, Claire, if you want to take that question first. Wow. So one thing I would does it have to be just one thing. Um, one thing, I guess, is are uh, the amazing voices. Um, as you said before, it's coming very much from sort of the, the fire is being lit from beneath um, rather than top down from the the big brands. So, you know, I'm I'm really grateful to have these amazing panelists and artists and voices at the table. Um, and I, I think like, what, watch out for who's coming up. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess to add to that, I would also say that we have um, a lot of people attending from traditional brands and um, luxury fashion houses who will all be in the audience across both days and I think meaningful connections is what we're really here to facilitate so I really hope people get that out of the event as well lovely I want to thank you a lot Ashumi from Matt Global Claire from Digital Fashion Week because you ladies you're creating something enormous something crazy for the majority of audience out there something that people are still not prepared here but you're showing the future of the fashion not just digital fashion but the fashion fashion in general already here already today so for those who are still wondering 17th and 18th of february london hosted by epic games organized by digital fashion week and mad global Make sure that you are there. After this tweet, uh, Twitter space, we're going to give a few more tickets for people who want to make it, who want to be there. Thank you very much, ladies, for organizing this event and for innovating the whole space. I want also to thank all the listeners who joined us today. I want to thank James. I want to thank uh, Blake Inara. Uh, some of wonderful speakers you'll be able to meet in London very, very soon. And guys, uh, as always, Origins XYZ, every Tuesday, 2 p.m. GMT. Next week, we have another wonderful speaker, Evan McMullen from Disco XYZ. Make sure that you follow us. Make sure that you come and listen to us. Thank you very much, everyone who joined us today. You're amazing. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nikita. Thank you, Hannah, and everyone who joined us today. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.